everyone, it's Carlin, and I'm back with my co-host, Noor, for yet another episode of Candidates Podcast. This is actually a historical moment for <laughs> Candidates because we are doing our first in-person podcast recording, and we're so Woo! excited about it. Woo! So today we wanted to talk about another historical moment, which is more of a local government issue, and that's the Georgia Senate runoffs. Most senators are chosen during the November elections. However, if neither candidate gets the required number of votes to win, a runoff election will occur. This is basically just a second election, and that's what happened with both races in Georgia this year. Yeah, so the voting for the runoff happened on January 5th, and both the newcomer Democrats actually won their races. John Ossoff won against the Senator David Perdue, and Reverend Raphael Warnock won against Senator Kelly Loeffler. We're going to take a look at how Georgia's Senate races went blue and, and what the, the new senators are actually going to mean for the state. These elections are historical for a multitude of reasons. Reverend Warnock is Georgia's first black senator and the first black Democratic senator from the South. Ossoff is the state's first Jewish senator. And Warnock and Ossoff are Georgia's first Democratic senators since 2005. On a national level, the election of two Democrats from Georgia tipped the scale for Democrats to take control of the Senate. With a 50-50 party split, Vice President Kamala Harris will be the tie-breaking vote on many issues in her role as President of the Senate. This will allow the party to control the legislative agenda and pass through Biden's cabinet picks. Right, so control of the Senate is obviously something that the Democrats were really vying for this election. And this success is largely due to the unprecedented voter registration they had. And this was an effort of Stacey Abrams, who really took action after losing the race for governor of Georgia in 2018 against the Republican uh, Governor Brian Kemp. Abrams' efforts also contributed to Joe Biden winning Georgia, the first Democratic presidential candidate to win Georgia since 1992. Officials say this Democratic progress during the presidential election was extremely influential in generating voter turnout for the runoffs. We made sure we contacted each voter that helped make Georgia blue in the first place, said Jonay Wardle, the state Democratic runoff director. The state turning blue gave us a tremendous amount of momentum, and we made it clear to the people that their vote mattered. So this was a consistent theme throughout the campaigns of both of the now senators, showing marginalized populations that their vote does matter. Most of Warnock's campaign advertisements talk about his childhood in Savannah housing projects. Ossoff's focus was on increasing turnout among young people, Hispanics, and Black voters with a message of hope and unity, which was similar to Biden and Harris's general election strategy. 2,000 predominantly Black Georgians actually worked on Ossoff's campaign in order to mobilize voters and urge them to support his message of social justice and public health expansion. Ossoff's advertisements focused on the injustices faced by the Black community, especially with regards to the coronavirus pandemic. And in doing so, he was able to show his support for the protests for racial justice that occurred this past summer. As for the backgrounds of our candidates, much of Reverend Warnock's campaign focused on his faith and values and his position as the senior pastor of the historic Ebenezer Baptist Church, which is the spiritual home of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. His past in politics include campaigning for the expansion of Medicaid in Georgia and campaigning for other Georgia Democrats to increase outreach in low-income communities. Before Warnock entered the race, he was advised to, quote, remain the reverend throughout his Senate campaign by sharing his life story, explaining his backgrounds in activism and his character, and promoting his personality to make Georgians feel like they knew him very personally. Ossoff previously ran for the special election for Georgia's 6th District in 2017, and he lost the race narrowly to Republican Karen Handel. 
So, as we mentioned before, Warnock has also been a strong supporter of Medicaid expansion. Ossoff has also promised to vote to protect and strengthen Medicare. He supports offering all Americans a comprehensive public health insurance option as an affordable alternative to private insurance. As for their stances on reproductive rights, Warnock is pro-choice and he supports abortion rights. Ossoff has also publicly stated that he is pro-choice, and both of their campaigns have been endorsed by Planned Parenthood. During their campaigns, Reverend Warnock and Ossoff advocated for re-entry into the Paris Climate Agreement, which Biden put the U.S. back into during his first days in office. If you want to learn more about Biden's first 100 days, you should check out our last episode. We go in through everything and try to predict what he's going to do next. So, back to Warnock and Ossoff, they also are strong advocates for sustainability and protection of clean air and clean water. Both of the candidates also have been talking a lot about civil rights and what they can do to avoid racial discrimination and disparities throughout all their policies. So both the senators are opposing the death penalty. Ossoff also wants to end cash bail, legalize marijuana, ban private prisons, end incarceration for nonviolent drug offenses, and reform police departments particularly to end racial disparities in policing. He said that in the Senate, he will also fight for a new Civil Rights Act that strengthens existing civil rights laws and also reforms criminal justice. Similarly, Reverend Warnock also wants to decriminalize marijuana, increase bias training for the police, and set universal standards on the use of force. However, it's important to note that he does not support the defunding of the police. As for the ongoing pandemic, Ossoff has said that Congress and the administration should focus on boosting hospitals and the health response to COVID-19, building jobs and speeding up containment and adaption to stop the spread so Americans can return to work and normal life as soon as possible. Similarly, Senator Warnock has said, quote, we've got to get this vaccine distributed safely and efficiently, and we've got to, and we finally got to get the people the economic relief that they need. The coming months will show how effective these senators can be in helping the people of Georgia through the pandemic. So we hope that this overview so we hope that this overview gave you some good ideas about the impact of electing Senators Warnock and Ossoff. More than anything, Georgia's Senate elections are a good reminder that voting in local and state elections can have a national impact. As you can see with this election and other elections too, it, um, voting for a senator can determine which party ends up controlling the Senate or even other branches of government. Yeah, we have a few more episodes where we talked about the importance of local governments, and we really think you should check those out. And we have some more coming up for you too, because a lot of local elections are coming up, including school board and school budget votes, which occur in the spring. So if you aren't registered to vote and are eligible, make sure you sign up as soon as possible. Where we live, it takes up to six weeks for your registration confirmation to arrive. So it's really best to register as soon as possible to make sure you are ready when election day rolls around. Yeah, absolutely. I talked about a couple episodes ago how I just registered to vote and my confirmation still has yet to arrive. So it's important to jump on that as soon as possible, like Nora said, so that we can really get, have enough turnout for those local elections. Anyway, thanks so much for listening to Candidates. You can always check us out on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts, as well as our Instagram and TikTok accounts, which are both at Candidates Podcast. Keep reading the news, keep staying informed, and keep a lookout for new Candidates episodes coming soon. Thanks for listening. See you next time.